So welcome back to Stacking Wood with Josh and Travis Wyman. Josh is hunkered down up in the northern reaches of Vermont still, and I'm in Los Angeles here with our, our friend Mike Carlson, who we're Hi. very excited to have. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, he's sitting right here with me, Josh. Oh, great. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> why don't you let the uh, listeners know what Mike's done? Well, he's done a lot of stuff. He's a UCB veteran. He's been in a lot of funnier Die videos. He's been been in a movie with Jeff Garland uh, called Handsome. So, and he's been in lots of commercials. You've probably seen his face on TV when you're watching maybe football on Sunday or a show a show that you like to watch. So, he's done a lot of stuff, and we're we're really excited to have him here. I have. I've done a lot of stuff. Uh, My face has been places, and uh, you've probably watched those places. So, yeah. So, yeah, I I bet you're jealous, Josh. Mike's here. He's not in Vermont with you. Yeah, I am. I am jealous. I'm jealous every time you have a a cool guest, and I'm just up here in my cabin uh, enduring the cold, harsh winter. Uh, <laughs> no, I bet you we should have people from Vermont on too, though. That'd yes, be good, but uh, that would be good. There's yeah. interesting people in Vermont. Yeah, there are. Yeah, we we need to get on that, or I need to get on that. But uh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But how are things going, Josh? How are things up in Vermont? Uh, they're they're going pretty well. It it snowed this week quite a bit. Uh, the the ski areas are booming. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I did some donuts in a parking lot because it was snowy, so that was fun. Um, oh really? Yeah, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been a pretty good week. No one gave you a talking to? No, I I just pick an empty part. There's a a big empty section of my parking lot at work, and uh, I just go nuts sometimes. Huh? Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Have you ever done that, Mike? No, I'm too uh, responsible. Oh, I would okay. never, I would never um, endanger the car's safety or my own safety by doing that. And I guess out here it would be more of a thing to try to break traction. Well, I'm from Illinois, so I had many a snowy winter in a motor vehicle. So oh, yeah. I had the opportunity to do uh, uh, that joy riding type thing, but I didn't. Did you have four-wheel drive or just rear wheel growing up? Like rear wheel. Rear wheel. It was nothing crazy. Oh, okay. I wasn't going off-roading or anything. Yeah, I didn't do off-roading either when I was growing up. But, uh, yeah, we do donuts in the parking lots. But Well, you guys are wild men. <laughs> well, I wouldn't <laughs> consider myself a wild man. I'm a real, like, straight-laced, uh, you know, like, uptight kind of guy. That's how I was raised. Yeah? I I don't think... I, th- I wouldn't <laughs> consider myself a wild man either. I think sometimes I mess up and fall off a bicycle or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Oh, but you're, you feel- you're a wild man, Travis. <laughs> you guys uh, probably were outdoorsy, though, right, as kids? Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, mm-hmm. we did live kind of on a road where you needed a smaller bus to get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or a big bus, but our younger brother, he got the luxury of a small, short bus to get home. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what town were you from? Or do you don't have to tell everyone where you're from. Uh, they but, can know. I'm not afraid of it. Yeah. Uh, Schaumburg, Illinois, which is in the nor- northwest suburbs of Chicago. Uh, it's a place where there's a lot of car dealerships, a lot of shopping malls, including at one point the biggest shopping mall in the country, Woodfield Mall. Ooh. And How about that? It's still going? <laughs> Woodfield Mall is still going. I went there a couple weeks ago. Uh, it is still existing. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's thriving. Let's be honest. The, the, the stores are doing very well. It was very crowded. Oh, uh, that's good. They have a lot of restaurants that are, that are new. They have old ones, too. They still have the Rainforest Cafe that's been in there for 25 years. Oh, the Rainforest. Mm-hmm. There was a mall near us growing up that had a Rainforest Cafe. 
Yeah. I think it was in Springfield, Mass. or something. Is it still there? Do you know? I don't know. But uh, it was always fun to go to. Yeah, Yeah. I I ordered a virgin pina colada at that rainforest, and they gave me a real pina colada. And I was like (laughs) 16, and uh, wow, what a good night. Hey, rock and roll, man. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty pretty cool. Another reckless thing I did. Was that your first drink? Um, No, it wasn't my first drink, but it was probably my first pina colada, I think. Man, that would have been a good story that you had your first drink at the Rainforest Cafe. What what was your first drink? My first drink was like sneaking some vodka out of a cabinet at like age 19 or 20. Something very, very late in the mm-hmm. usual amount. Like, oh, like the, the your family cabinet? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah it was just, it was, yeah, I was very, as I said before, I was very lame. I was uh, very uh, slow. I was slow getting to everything. Uh, and I was too cautious. Yeah, me too. I mean, we, Josh and I drove to a high school party one time. And stopped in, but then we <laughs> didn't take our winter coats off uh-huh. and left after about 10 minutes or so, because it just felt like we shouldn't be, have been there. Because there was, like, drinking going on? Yeah, there's just drinking, and I don't know. I didn't really know all the people mm-hmm. there. It was like, I was like, well, I'll insert myself into this crowd that parties, but then I didn't really talk to them before I showed up at that house, so right. it didn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. Like, so I you- shouldn't... <laughs> I mean, I get that, uh, um, but it wasn't like you were like feeling like this was against your morals or your uh, standards. No, I don't think so, but I don't know. There are still hidden Budweiser cans around our house in Swansea. Sometimes our parents will find from... Oh, really? When our, we were home from college and stuff, we would have um, them. Well, you were in college there yeah. at least. Like, Well, I guess you could have been 18, you were 18, 19, 20 in college, yeah. so... I did one time. I spiked uh, some coke with some rum at a Thanksgiving family dinner when oh I was, uh, I think, like a junior in high school. Uh huh. No one knew. But yeah, that was my first drink. I think. And really? Yeah. It was. Dirt. You did it. You had the balls to do it in front of the family. That's crazy. What it, if they smelled it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. You are a wild man. No, around the corner from the where everyone was, it was kind of more of a buffet style. And on the washer Uh dryer around the corner from the kitchen were all the liquor bottles and big two liter bottles of like soda. Right. So I said, oh, I think I'll put a little rum in this Coke and no one will know. (laughs) And they didn't know. Yeah. 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 So I guess we all did some drinking. I'm in awe of you guys, especially Travis. No, I don't think you should be. I wish. I wish I did stuff like that, and uh, but I was very, I was behind. I was but then behind. we may be in a different place right now, you know? Yeah, I would be in jail, I guess, if I had done something, if I had done a donut in a parking lot at age yeah. 17. Yeah. <laughs> but did you see, did you see anything? So you're home for the holidays. I was, yes. And that's when you saw them all. Did you see anything else that you liked to do when you were growing up? Did you go show it to Lindsay or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Or? I took my girlfriend to Woodfield Mall, but it wasn't like it wasn't like there was some the fun stuff we would do. It's like maybe we would make a movie or we would backyard wrestle. Mm-hmm. But I didn't say like, "Hey, let's go backyard wrestle in the yard, my friend Steve's yard." Mm-hmm. So like, we didn't do anything fun. But I, well, you know, yeah, you show the places. You show, hey, here's where I used to work mm-hmm. at the container store. We didn't really go in though. Oh, was, it was like a. A store where you just can buy any kind of container? Yeah, there's a store called the... It's a chain. It's uh, it's uh, called the Container Store. There's one in Century City, I believe. There's one somewhere else, too, in California. A couple, maybe a couple other places. Oh, yeah. And it's... Uh, yeah. yeah, you buy uh, boxes and you buy 
other kinds of boxes. Uh, you buy little boxes to store things. Would you shelves shelving? Would you bring containers home? Like, did you get um, for like well, presents and stuff? Uh, yeah, you would buy some stuff for presents. Yeah. You could get shelving, like shelves planned, essentially a closet plan, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, they would design it, uh, and then they would cut. I mean, and when I say they, I mean I. I would design your closet. I would cut it. There was a big machine. You put, like, goggles on and gloves on. And this this makes it sound like I know, like, how to fix things. I don't, but they trained me how to do it, and it wasn't so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that for a few years. Mm. Um, and it was interesting. So you'd go to people's houses? And no, no. They would come in. They would oh, bring okay. the dimensions in. Mm-hmm. And then you'd sort of, you'd hope you'd hope they were right. Sometimes they would bring a shelf back and go, like, this didn't fit. And you'd have to, like, cut a couple pieces would, off of would it. Would they ever say they were trying to organize something really out there, like, that you would think is obscure? Like, what do you mean? Like, dildos or something? What do you I mean? don't know. Yeah, or, like, my <laughs> jars of insects or, like. Uh, no, I don't think that ever happened. I'm trying to think. Hmm. They guess they wouldn't disclose. Yeah, you really don't room. have to. You could just say, yeah. like, I'm looking for a closet, a 24-inch <laughs> closet. They don't have to be like, I'm looking for a place to put my uh, dead squirrels. Or yeah, like, yeah. No one has to. No one has to know. No one has to be that forthcoming. Yeah, yeah. But, but, oh, but for but the backyard, you, oh, what were you, you probably did make a closet for a bunch of dead squirrels, though. Like, that definitely yeah, 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 was yeah. something sure. you did. Yeah, yeah. And that person was happy about it. Yeah. Yes, because I was but, very good. But uh, oh, for the backyard wrestling, did you mm-hmm. ever? Did anyone ever get hurt? I've heard of that. Like <laughs> people backyard wrestling, like throwing each other onto tables, like card tables and stuff. Or? Um, no one got badly hurt. We got banged up, but no one got. We never went to the hospital. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think. The worst, the worst thing I got probably was I got DDT'd into the ground. And my head hit. You know, oh, this geez. happened a couple times. Once it happened in my friend's basement, and we weren't even videotaping it, and my head hit the ground, and it was like one of those basements with the concrete, oh. but it had like a thin thing of carpeting on it, mm-hmm. and it banged so hard into the ground. And I remember just going, oh, <laughs> like I was out for, oh, like no. I was just like sitting on the couch for a while, oh. um, but then I was okay. And what is the DDT, just so for people who don't well, know? Well, it's like, uh, popularized by Jake the Snake Roberts. It's mm-hmm. basically where, like, you gra- you somebody kind of, like, your opponent is leaned over, you grab his head, and you use your weight. Uh, you f- basically fall using your weight to drive his head into the mat. Mm-hmm. So somebody actually did that to me kind of for real. Uh, yeah, yeah, just dropped... And then it's almost like you're if you're if it's getting done to you, you're somersaulting kind of, but yeah. not really. You're like landing on your head with your head hitting the ground. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so man. that happened to me. I there was one spot where I'm trying to remember. I would do a swinging double arm underhook DDT, and uh, <laughs> I did it, and my head swung so hard back, and I banged my head on the grass, like the the ground. Oh, this and is I remember, outside. This was outside. Yeah. This was when we were videotaping, so this exists somewhere. Um, I remember, like, my vision, like, shutting down. Like, I remember my eyes almost as if it was, <laughs> like, uh, like a Viewmaster or something. Like, I remember, like, going, like, my eyes going, like, black. Oh, geez. So, so your <laughs> eyes are open, but you can't see. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was a split second, but it like, felt like, oh, your brain shorted out. Like, it felt... Weird. Oh man. Oh, that's like a retinal and, uh, detachment or something. I, well, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it, but it went. I was right. I was okay. I was fine immediately. But my head hurt pretty bad. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had tennis practice. And I remember going like, God, do I have a concussion? I guess a couple other people, like my friend did a like a suicide dive off of the deck and the, the guys didn't catch him because when you jump, like the guys jump through the ropes in wrestling and that's called like a suicide dive. But the idea is a guy's catching you basically. You're jumping and flying like Superman, but when he hits you, that guy is absorbing some of your fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we would do that, which is kind of crazy if you think about it, but... Usually, like he would, a guy would land on you, and you, two people or something, would catch him. Kind of, uh, guys didn't catch him this time, and he just jumped from like eight feet and landed on his hip. Oh, jeez! <laughs> and he was like limping for like a week at school. And and did he tell anyone? Or this is no kind of, hell is this no like Fight Club hell or no. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so oh, wow. So did you wrestle? Oh, so backyard wrestling that was like a, a phenomenon. Uh, across America, I feel like at that time when you were doing that, uh, were yes. you? Did you ever think like maybe you might want to try to become a wrestler out of that? Like, uh, did you have were, a moment? There were too many other things I also really, really liked, and I knew that though they would be less uh, punishing on my to my body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do think if I had liked other stuff less, there's a chance because I do have a, I still like res, pro wrestling a lot. I do think there's a chance uh, if yeah if I had thought uh, I don't know if there's any chance to act or blah 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 that maybe but I, I never really seriously considered it but to, funny enough today uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling announced they're opening up a dojo in Los Angeles and New Japan Pro Wrestling is really great and I've gotten into it the last couple of years uh, so in March. Maybe I start training. I oh. mean, I thirty three. I'll be thirty four in March. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, P, D Diamond Dallas Page started when he was like thirty five, thirty six, or thirty seven. I forget which age, but he was older. So maybe there's still time. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you have good height. If you, that's probably like an advantage for body slamming, right? Or is it better to be stocky and? Well, it depends what type of wrestler you are. Yeah. I, I mean, guess. I'm six three, so. You know, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, 6'5", I think. Oh, wow. I didn't know he was that big. The Rock is about 6'4", 6'5", I think. So a lot of these guys are tall. Oh, what about, what's his name? He was in, uh, he's been doing a lot of comedies lately. Uh, John Cena? John Cena. He seems like a I think he might be 6'2", or 6'3". Have you ever met John Cena? I've never met John Cena. He seems like he'd be a funny guy to talk to. I think he's a nice people. Have, I know people who have met him and said that he seems very nice. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, I could be. I just might have to put on a little muscle because I don't have much of it. Oh, uh, there are some lean wrestlers. Remember Sting? He was pretty lean, right? Yeah, but Sting had a, he, he, he had, had a bad. <laughs> he might have been like not muscly compared to Scott Steiner or something. Or mm-hmm. I guess he's still pretty big, but pretty big. You I mean, there's some. There have been some skinny guys, but uh, I don't know if they've started when they were 34. Did uh, any NBA players do it? I remember. Did Dennis Rodman? Or Rodman something? had a match or two. Yeah. Uh, Carl Malone had a match. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaq, Shaq, almost, Shaq has made appearances, but he and he was gonna have a match against the Big Show last year, mm-hmm. but some money issue. Like I don't know if they didn't pay him the money Shaq wanted, and then he didn't. That didn't happen. I guess it's still possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they've done crossovers. I mean, very famously, Jay Leno had a match. Oh, I really? I don't in remember WCW that. in the in the mid to late nineties. Um, yeah, he wrestled. 
it was him and Diamond Dallas Page versus Eric Bischoff, who was the like guy who ran WCW and Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Uh, and Kevin Eubanks, Jay's band leader, ran in, and Kevin was jacked. <laughs> he was? Kevin was wearing, like, a white sleeveless shirt, and he was, he was jacked. And you could tell Kevin was ex- so excited about it. Like, Jay yeah. probably was like, eh, this is a good promotion for the show or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, like, Kevin, you could tell, was way into it. <laughs> Kevin threw a diamond cutter on, I think, Bischoff, or maybe it was on Hogan, too. I forget. Yeah. Uh, and it was cra- I mean, he you could tell like, Kevin was a big fan. So Kevin is like when Ned Flanders takes off his shirt in the yeah, Simpsons and yes. he's all ripped, but you wouldn't expect it. Yes, because yeah. oh, Kevin is, was so unassuming on the Tonight Show and just kind of was laughing at Jay's jokes. But yeah, Kevin could kick somebody's ass. It looked like maybe all that chuckling on the side really like ripped his abs and core. You know, chuckling is a very good workout. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But uh, well, uh, that's cool. Yeah, I want to go to that. Um, you were telling me about the amateur league. Uh, well, I, it's not an amateur. Li- I will. Oh, I would correct I'm you. I'm sorry, not amateur, but it's not. Uh, it's uh, yeah, but it's an indie. They call it. Yeah, indie. But the guys are far from being yeah amateurs. They're they're guys that are have been doing it for at least. Well, there's no for sure hard, but like some guys have been doing it for ten years that are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, five, some five. But you years. were telling me the athleticism is right up there with the top people. Oh my they god, it's bad. I mean, it's better. They're allowed to do anything they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they can go as fast and as crazy, yeah. But like WWE, they generally like don't want the guys going nuts. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, they can go nuts in Reseda. That's cool. Oh, it's in Reseda. Yeah, it's called PWG. There is one um, next week, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you guys great. should go. You should go. Yeah. I, 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 I'm free during I the night. Uh, if I can find an extra ticket. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it, well, it's probably like monthly, right? Well, yeah, there should be one in yeah. a month or two. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, oh, and so uh, back to growing up in Illinois, uh, did you ever go to Chicago as a kid? or Cause you Here were and there, yeah. I mean, not like I didn't spend a ton of time. I spent a little more time when I was a little older, like going to concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't go. We'd go to like a museum, the Field Museum or something, like just or like a field trip. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, you don't like that. But not, from, did you go to a big, uh, big high school or? Yeah, I guess I think it was like seven hundred people in my class, seven twenty or something. Oh, that's pretty big. So that's pretty big because you guys went to a small. My we wrong? had like one hundred eighty or two hundred in our graduating class. So I've heard smaller. Yeah, yeah. I mean there. <laughs> yeah, it's not a one room schoolhouse, but uh, there was a guy. <clears throat> I'm trying to think. There was a guy. I last year I went to speak. I'll tie these together. I went to that PWG show, which is the indie wrestling you were talking about, and I was I I went alone because like there were I didn't have any tickets, but they generally will sell you a standing room ticket, mm-hmm. um, which I guess you could do too if you want to do that. Oh, okay. Um, usually, yeah, like, like everybody comes in and then they'll sell you you know a ticket and you just stand in the back, which is not a bad deal because the place is so small. Um, and I was standing next to this dude, and I think he was from Iowa, and he had flown out alone, and he was telling me there were like. 25 people in his graduating class. Oh, yeah. And then he was saying, and this, I felt so sad when he said this. He was like, not a single person I know likes wrestling. Oh, really? Like, he doesn't, he didn't have a friend to to share this with. Mm-hmm. So, like, this was just a thing he did on his own. Like, that's crazy to me. I mean, that's obviously, like, a privilege I have from knowing so many people. Yeah. But, like, there's places you grew up where... You cannot find a single person that has the same because interest as you. Because it's such a small amount of people. Right, there's so. not enough people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like... But he had like... Oh, sorry, what was Oh, no. Go, it'd be like uh, liking baseball in Iceland or something. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, or yeah, you just have to those small regions are really into one thing, you know, like you got to love snowmobile racing or something. You right, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure like the yeah, you can find this more mainstream stuff. I guess yeah, pro wrestling was a little more obscure wherever this guy was from. But was so was he just like that was like he was having a great time and he was happy to be there or was he also kind of thought it was too bad that no one from his hometown was into it? Uh he didn't seem he didn't have I put all the sadness on it I think. I think he was probably he would have been nice to have somebody who liked it. It was interesting too because he uh he struck me. I think he was only a couple I think he was first of all he was shocked at how old I was. <laughs> Oh, yeah? I think he was like 25 or 6 or something, and I think he was like doing... I say this all the time about like kids at Disney who want to go to Disneyland. Kids will look at me and will be like, this guy, he looks like my dad, but he's dressed like I am. Like there's <laughs> there's certain things that like make you look younger. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming he's like, well, this guy's at a wrestling show. All right, he must be like a... Uh, and then, like, looking at me, like, he's got gray hair. And then I was like, yeah, I'm 33. Or, and he's like, oh, I, oh, okay. I thought you were, like, 25. Which is very, he's being very kind, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you do look, you youthful. look about the same. You're like a Highlander. <laughs> yeah. Except saw, for the hair. Yeah, I mean, you got a little. Gray hair, yeah. In there. I mean, I had one come through in my oh, mustache. Oh, I know. Day. I got them all in the beard. It's yeah. crazy. But, I mean, face-wise, like, if you were wearing a swimming cap, you're like a Highlander. <laughs> yeah, if I'm wearing a swimming cap, I look good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this guy was saying, oh, yeah, was I was saying this. So this guy was very, um, he was unsure, like he was very kind of, uh, I guess protective is the word I'm looking for. Like when people would chant stuff and people would cheer, like you could tell he was not sure what to do. Like one of the wrestlers come was coming out to I just can't wait to be king mm-hmm. from uh, the, Lion the Lion King. king? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, Oh man oh man. Oh come on man come on. And I was like, no, this is I go, this is awesome. <laughs> <And he laughs> Why was, didn't he want to hear that song? Well I don't know. I think he was just like he's stuck in like that kind of like maybe teenage boy mindset of like, oh that's for this is for oh, for kids. Like what? Old, yeah, yeah. But like I could tell he was like he was trying to grapple with it because like he's like, well all these people think this is funny well, or cool. Was that, was that guy dressed uh, to match the song I Just Want to Be King? Or well, I it's actually a, a guy named, uh, his wrestling name is Ricochet, and he calls himself King Ricochet, mm-hmm. uh, and he just got signed to WWE, and he made his debut a couple weeks ago. Oh, or okay. it'll be, He'll be, I think it's, it was taped, so he'll be, it'll be airing in a couple weeks. Um, so oh. yeah, he, he's the king, so I just can't wait to be king, uh, was the song he was using. Oh, okay. Well, have you done stunts? Like, I remember uh, you were telling me about that time there was that commercial with the hang glider. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The commercial um, you did with the, I think it was DirecTV. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you flew it w- a hang glider into some power lines? Uh, I Well, I didn't do it. I mean, the, the thing, uh, the, basically the premise of the spot is that um, when the cable goes out, bad stuff happens. So you should always get direct TV because it's not cable. It's got a satellite dish. Of course, I'm, that has to go out once in a while. Mm-hmm. But whatever, that's the premise. So the premise is like, oh, I'm bored now. I'm going to go hang gliding. And I go up to the top of a mountain, uh, hang glide, but then I fuck up and I, I go right into some power lines and get electrocuted and like it shorts out the city. And then, like, my father gets beaten up by a thug. Um, Wait, because the power is out? Because the power is out and people are looting. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I remember, yeah, seeing that. And, uh, yeah, I was wondering if they if they zipped you into the power lines. Like no, that, no. For so, the for the commercial. So what they did is the first day we, we shot the stuff of me in the house. And then we shot me on the mountain, like, getting ready to um, fly. And that was actually the worst day for me is because I had to carry... First of all, there were bad winds, and they were like, we shouldn't open up the hang glider up here. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff coming out about, like, the, that Uma Thurman car crash. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense, because I've been on all these commercial sets. and What was just, the Uma Thurman car crash? Well, she was ta- there's an article that came out, and she was talking about some of the horrible things she had to deal with in regards to Harvey Weinstein. But then also folded into the article is that she got injured uh, on the set of Kill Bill in a, when she was driving a car, and the car was probably, like, unsafe or something. Uh, or that's what that's what she says. Oh, okay. Which I'm assuming. Like, she said it's, like, I, it's, it's sort of unclear exactly what the cause of the malfunction was, but she was saying somebody was speculating that it was possibly because of the car, but also the road was bad. Um and that's a whole thing. Like, look that up. I, I forget the exact details. But I, I've done a lot of commercials, and there's been a couple of them where, like, you kind of do weird stunts, mm-hmm. and they kind of spring it on you, and you go, this isn't that safe. Like, like <laughs> yeah. so it's crazy. So I read that, and I was like, oh, God, yeah, exactly. So we're up at the top of the mountain, and they're like, we shouldn't open this hang glider. And I was like, oh, uh, because I'm going to have to be strapped to the hang glider because they don't want me to fly off the mountain. Yeah, you actually could start hang gliding, right? Right. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Was it a then, real hang glider? Yeah, yeah. It was full size. So the thing about it is that I knew from doing a couple commercials, I go, they're going to op- we're going to open this thing. Like they're not there's no way they're going to go, yeah, we'll do another day. There's no way. We're, there's we're going to get to a point they're just going to go, we got to open the fucking thing. Did they do the thing where they like go off to the side and you see like the producer talking for a Oh yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> and I'm like, I know I go, I'm going to get I'm going to fly off the mountain here. I'm going to die. Like it's in the hills. It's like in the hills over by like Glendale. And uh so three o'clock, it's like, nope, we cannot open the hang glider. It's too windy. And I'm like, any time, any moment now. And then yeah. like four o'clock rolls around and you're losing daylight and they go, all right. Uh, and, and to me, the winds have not died down at all. Nothing mm-hmm. has changed. And they're like, oh, well, all right. Now we think it's okay. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so then they're like, we're not going to open up. They're like, okay, here's the thing. We're not going to strap you in. Mm-hmm. So if the wind picks the hang glider up, it'll just fly and you'll be okay. And I was like, <laughs> all right, I guess that's f- that's better. Because I, ma- I imagine just flying away. I imagine the hang glider just taking me and flying yeah, away. Yeah, because you're still kind of caged in it, right? Like the bar is across. Well, you got to hold on to it. Yeah, yeah. But you're not mm-hmm. strapped you're not in. strapped in, yeah. Um, so, so that was fine. But... What they wanted was a shot of me kind of running down the mountain as if, here we go, I'm about to hang glide. Mm-hmm. The problem is a hang glider is fucking heavy. <laughs> so I did about 10, maybe it was less, but it felt like 10 takes of lifting a hang glider and running down the side <laughs> of the mountain. And then they would have a PA, like, <laughs> help me, or two PAs help me, but put it back in place up the mountain backwards but I was fucked up. Like my neck was, <laughs> oh, my no. back were like jacked up. Was it how heavy would you say it was? Like, I bet it's like a hundred pounds oh, or yeah. more. Yeah, 
It was like lifting weights. So like by the end, I was like, I was in bed for like the next day or two. Like just, I mean, I had nothing had broken or whatever, but I was so sore. It felt like I went into like a gym, some grabbed some like 50 pound free weights and just started like wildly waving them about for 25 minutes. Yeah. So like that, Jack, I was like, yeah, of course, like that's stuff they don't tell you about. Uh, And then two days later, we shot me in front of a green screen in a hang glider. So I was just hanging in a parking lot from a hang glider, which like was weird. It was a little hard on my neck, but not so bad. Mm-hmm. But it was scary because like I'm just dangling 12 feet in the air yeah. in a parking lot. Yeah. And you're like, how safe is this one hook on my back? Like, oh, it's just one like a hook, little normal like hook. That- one hook hooked to the hang glider and I'm hanging from the hang glider and I'm dangling 12 feet above a parking lot. So, yeah, that's like if you just jumped off a basketball hoop. <laughs> right. And like I'm like Superman, too. So it's not like if this falls, I can't even probably put my legs to kind of stop. I may just fall on my face. Yeah. So yeah. that was stressful, but eventually you just sort of get used to it. Yeah. And it didn't, it wasn't as tough on Did me. Did they bring as, you your lunch up there or <laughs> they brought you No, down? no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no one can like, like that's the thing I was saying about that article is like no one gives a shit about you when you're the actor in these things because it's like, the funny enough, the the cinematographer was um, the they nicknamed him Chiva or I don't know who Chiva who who nicknamed him. But he, he did Gravity. He oh, did really? uh, Children of Men. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this motherfucker's doing direct TV. Like this guy's a genius. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was the only one after a while where I'm hanging there and he goes, that guy looks like he needs to come down. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's because no one else cares. No one else. You're just hanging there and like you're like. Oh. So he did Gravity with Sandra Bullock though, right? He was yes. cinematographer. Well, I heard. That that they left her up like dangling for long like I hours believe on that. end and to get her all disoriented and un, you know comfortable. Now the like, difference is she made fifty million dollars and yeah. I made you know ten yeah. grand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he was very nice, <laughs> uh, and that was okay. That day was okay. But then they had so so what happened was the first day they then had a sixty year old man. He might not have been sixty. He might have been fifty five. Uh, hang glide for real off the mountain. Oh, really? And he did it like twice or three times. Wait, just free, no wires or anything? No wires. He just hang. Yeah, he did it. He just did the thing. And do, did were, he have a wig on? He had the wig and the clothes on that were my, which is very funny. I have a picture with him somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the second day, they built a big practical fake power lines, and they rammed this old man into the power lines <laughs> off of this weird app, like wire apparatus. And it's, it was huge. It was insane. And he did it like eight, nine, ten times. <laughs> And they and they jacked him up like you could tell at oh, the end he was like that was the last time I could do that. But this is like his career, right? Like he, I guess used he's to stunt slamming into things. I guess I hope he got a lot of money. I mean, I probably got paid more than him, which is fucked up. Yeah, like this guy got the shit kicked out of him, and he probably and, yeah does it. And it's the same guy that did the free hang gliding the day before. Is the same guy. Yes, that it was. Did I was surprised by it. Yeah, he was the same guy. It must have just been like a stunt guy. It was like, yeah, I'll hang glide. I'll get thrown into some wires, whatever you need. And huh. it was high up and it was so crazy. How high did they start him on the? It was like a zipline uh, thing, right? It was high. I mean, my memory of it feels like it's over a couple hundred feet. Oh, really? I mean, I think, I think the power lines were at least three stories tall. That, that must have been a surreal moment. So, were you standing there watching someone dressed up as you yes. zipline down yes, it was crazy. <laughs> to, to ram into some wires? Yes. I mean, that's. Yeah. 
that's yeah. And I, to tie, keep tying it back to these articles, it's just like, yeah, this is what happens. Like in all this stuff, when you, when you're a kid, you learn like, oh, stuntmen are trained. They don't get hurt. They don't, but it's like, that's not necessarily true. They get hurt all the time. Yeah. They're just crazy people who are willing to get hurt. Are willing to do they it, have yeah. some training. Sure. But, but mm-hmm. the same with wrestlers, like wrestlers have a lot of training, but mm-hmm. they're just guys that are willing to fall on their back over and over again. They're just built tougher or they are, they're mentally tougher than your normal person. Mm-hmm. Um, but commercial, yeah, commercials are crazy. I've had many commercials where it's like I'm doing something that's like jacking me up. Like, oh, really? Yeah, there was one. There was a Chex Mix commercial where I was supposed to have this weird table apparatus on me that would spin around with different bags on it, and they took a real fucking table. <laughs> like they didn't make something out of like balsa wood or something that would spin around. Wait, they so took, they took your- a heavy kitchen oak table and just strapped it to me. Mm-hmm. And it was like I couldn't have it on for like I, my back was so fucked up for days. Wait, so explain what? How so was there's it a whole, to you? So they took like a heavy <laughs> wooden kitchen table and cut a hole in the center mm-hmm. and put two straps on it oh. and then built a thing where it would rotate with like a button. So not only was it just a table, but then there was also like a mechanical apparatus under it that was rotating it to make the whole it, table. The whole table. Head, and yeah. they didn't use like some thin wood; they used real fucking wood. So they could have used just like a, of a, course, like a thin <laughs> alloy or something. But because there's a tablecloth over it, right? Or there was no tablecloth. They, yeah, they right. They could have done or something just like a lightweight. Or it doesn't matter. No one was going to be like that. Table looks like it was a thin wood. That would be the wood they would use. <laughs> what it's like was, they what used, was the shot supposed to look like? Like you were standing in the middle of a table and bowls of cereal were flying past or something? Well, I come in, it's like two people are talking, and then like I come in and be like, I have the ultimate invention. And then it's like, here's 12 different kinds of checks mix, and I list them all, and they spin around or whatever. Yeah. Here And then so we did this, and we did this for like hours, and it was one of the hottest days in the valley. And I kept, this is also later in my career too, where I'm I'm a little more cranky and vocal if something is pissing me off so i'm like guys i need i got i need a second here and it's like can we go like and and if people try to get me to go mm-hmm. i'm also aware of like you need me you motherfucker like wait for me i don't need to yeah. like you can't yeah because <laughs> like right. earlier on earlier yes. on you would have been like like if this was your first thing ever you'd be like oh it's okay i'll like wear the thing all day right know? which is what i've done like there's a like i'll and i can tell that story after this which is before you always want to please people you're so worried you're gonna get fired mm-hmm. um but yeah when this is happening i'm just after a couple around that would be a good advice to some young actors mm-hmm. uh it would be like Tell them to calm down or tell them you don't want to do something or tell them you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. because that's more important. And Yeah. But, yeah, so so this Chex Mix thing, we did it for hours and, like, we were doing set – like, figuring out the setups and they hadn't figured out setups and lighting. And I'm wearing this thing and I'm hot and it's hurting. And so after lunch, we do the whole sp- spot and then they go, we're going to switch roles and I and they switch me and this other guy and the spot he's doing it. I don't do it in the spot, so that's not even in there. Me with the table, mm-hmm. this him with the table is in there. So at that point, they had at least figured out the shot. So he got to be in that table like two hours less. Mm-hmm. But he, I think he was an older guy than me. Um, but he looked like he almost passed out. Like there was a spot where he almost you could see his like eyes kind of went like ooh, and then. I was like, hey, oh, whoa, whoa. And then, like, we, like, took the, lifted the table oh, up. Were there so hot we could, lights, too, and everything? Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. 
Um, wow. So, it, but it, so this was like a heavy, like it was a real it, like a heavy door or oak something. table yeah, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like the 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 guys who made it were go- like were like, oh, I can I I, I had it on me and it was fine. And I was like, did you have it on you for two hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. yeah, that reminds me. Josh and I were extras in a music video when we first got to town because we were PAing in a music sure. video. And we were holding broadswords. We were in a gym class, gym class here. heroes video. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. <laughs> and then Josh and I were like guards on the either side of the main guy's name was Travis, I think. Mm-hmm. And he was singing in a throne. And there was a mm-hmm. chambermaid on either side of Josh and I. <laughs> and they were these older women, like, you know, in their 50s, maybe 60s. Mm-hmm. And um, the lights were really hot on us. So we were like 23, maybe, mm-hmm. holding our swords. And we were fine. But then next to Josh, the chambermaid, she started to, like, rock side to side. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, while this guy's singing and they're, you know, doing the music video, he's, like, singing. She just all of a sudden goes. She starts to oh. go. And I see Josh, like, look over and he didn't catch. Did you catch her, Josh? Or did I she had, just hit the ground? I had a sword in my hand, which was kind of sharp. Oh. So I, I couldn't mm-hmm. put the sword down uh, fast enough to get her. But I, I did keep her from hitting the ground, though. Uh, yeah, because it was like a concrete floor in this like medieval looking room. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that was. It's it's funny um, for people uh, listening. You probably don't wouldn't understand like how being under hot lights for like yeah. a long time can affect you. But sometimes it it really could like it's like you get almost heat stroke sometimes if right. you're in like a big heavy costume and yeah. Uh, stay, yeah, it's f- funny the guy. The director, I think, let her sit down and have some water. But very the, nice of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to get back to it again, you know, later. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no, they're hell. Some of these sets, yeah, are hell, and yeah, you got to speak up for yourself. So, but it ended up being an okay, like with the chicks mix after the fact, like you you were in it and everything. Or I mean, I was in the commercial, but yeah. I, I'm saying I'm not the guy with the crazy table on. So, yeah, so yeah. all that stuff was just a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. There was no reason for me to even do it. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. Like, sometimes, even if you're, like, a, a PA in an independent film, like, Josh and I would do this thing, like, fr- shovel a bunch of snow all night, and then they just wouldn't use the scene. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you um, gotta just... I, I don't want to turn this into just me talking about commercials, but, but the first one or two, one of the first commercials was a Wendy's commercial, and there was a driving... St- I had to do a driving stunt. Oh, Yeah. And they didn't use it. It's not in there. Oh, yeah? What kind but of a driving stunt? They sprung it on me that I was going to take a hard left in front of, like, 12 stunt drivers on a road. And this was, like, at 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I didn't know that. And I had to do, like, a hard left turn in front of stunt drivers. And I did it, and I shouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything was fine, thank God. But, like, the dude in the car with me who was the other actor, I was like, this is fucked up, right? And he goes, yeah, this is crazy. Wait, so there the other stunt drivers are driving in other cars and yeah. you're driving towards them? Right. So I'm t- trying to take like a hard left in front of a bunch of stunt drivers like I'm I'm getting a Wendy's now and I take like a hard, <laughs> crazy hard left and they're like, "Yeah, we need it to, you to do it cuz like we'll see you." Mm-hmm. And it's like, "What are you talking? Like it's the window will be like tinted or like it's not and I had to do it like three or four times, and they're like faster and harder, like make the to make the tire squeal and everything. Yeah, and it was like yeah. this is some old shitty car. This what is, kind of a car was it? I don't remember, but it was. I felt real weird and unsafe doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time, I feel like I almost turned in the wrong spot, and it was bad, but I, I didn't. 
I course corrected. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they were always like they were real frustrated with me for not going faster. And it's like uh, I wish I had done. I wish I had like like put a halt to the production. Yeah, yeah. Like I would have loved to do that now, but I was so young at that point. You're like everyone's going to be mad at me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never work yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, be right. Blacklisted. Oh, I gotta find that one, the Wendy's one. Mm-hmm. I wonder if YouTube. On, well, so you know, funny enough, yeah. some people have edited. The only place you'll find it is people have taken it and edited car crash footage into it. Because <laughs> I still do take like a, I pretend like take a hard left turn, and then they like <laughs> cut into like cars that are just rolling over, <laughs> like dramatically. <laughs> so you can find like Wendy's rollover <laughs> car or whatever, and it's also the first uh, Wendy spot with that new Wendy girl who's done it for six or seven years. Oh right, that was the first spot where she was in, she, and uh, what. She always reminded me of uh, the girl from UCB, Wendy McComb, is it? Yes, or, people yeah. thought it was her, Yeah, um, but it was not. It was not it her. It was a girl named Morgan, I think. Morgan? She was from New York. I wonder if she's still doing it. But uh, I haven't seen her, maybe, but I mean, I'm sure she made enough money to live over yeah. five years. She had a, yeah. Like Flo. Uh, I was on Mansers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. And that was embarrassing. That was a bad idea because mm-hmm. um, that was a real, like... Weird situation. Yeah. What, uh, what was your yeah. situation on that? that uh, I had to do the the segment called "Why Would You Never Get a Hand Job from a British Chick." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds right on par for me. Yeah. yeah. And it was like I showed up there and like it's like oh wow TV and it's like well you're gonna get paid a hundred dollars. Uh, and you're like, oh, well, maybe this will lead to something. And it's like, it will not lead to anything. Mm. Uh, and then it was like, there's like one of like a sexy girls there. And like, you're going to be like making out with her. And I'm like, okay. And then it's like, I'm st- and like literally, like you would expect, like you get there and like going to any professional set, you get like hair and makeup. And then the director comes over. Hey, how's it going? What are you going to, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I just show up to some bar. I'm sitting there and like somebody walks over and goes, all right, Mike, here we're, we're ready to go. And I was like, I'm not, what? And it's like, no one did your hair. And there was no, no one gave a shit. Whatever I was wearing was fine. They're like, all right, so you're going to go over and you're going to make out with this girl. And, uh, and then I'm like, okay. And then like the girl leaves and I'm just standing there awkwardly, and then I can hear the director talking to somebody else, and he's like, why won't she make out with him? <laughs> what? She won't. Well, she's a goddamn actress. She should be comfortable doing that. And I'm just sitting there going, like, I'm already, like, nervous and stressed out about this, and now this is happening. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he leaves and goes and talks to her in, like, the kitchen, and there's a negotiation going on. And then, <laughs> even funny, she comes back, and they don't even explain what's going to happen. So they didn't go like, oh yeah, you guys should go talk and like here's or here's we've decided we won't have to do this or whatever. She was like, all right, action. And then the girl is just like awkwardly putting her head like on the side of my head to make it look like she's like pretending to kiss me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, like is this this doesn't look right? Why? What is this? Is weird. And then. And then he'll be like, all right, so now uh, uh, you smell the shit on her hands. <laughs> what? what? Because the premise was, why should you never get a hand job from a British chick? And the answer is, they don't wash their hands as well as other countries. What? Oh, oh okay. So, so, so it like then a- it's like, all right, and you smell the shit now. And then I was like, Ugh, like I make a face, and then like I'm just like by the end of it, I was just like so demoralized. Oh, I was no. just so like bummed oh, out. Man. So that was like the fact that you learned from watching the clip. Is that uh, yes? British that's why you should have shit on their. They hands. have shit yeah. all over their hands. That's what Mansers teaches you. Wait, did that one air? Oh yes. Oh, oh so air. I can find that. 
Yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, looked, I don't need to, but we uh, can look after this. Yeah, um, I looked not long ago, and I feel like maybe it had been pulled down, but it was available for <laughs> for a long time. Um, I should look right now. Do you know, it's funny. I feel like people in the community have their Mancer stories. Like I did one that never aired, and yes. it was how how much ways to uh, drink a lot of beer and still not be that drunk. Uh-huh. So they had us, they put a keg inside a boxing ring, picked me and two other guys up in a, a white van, and drove us there. And the whole thing was they would drive us home because we'd be really drunk by the end of the day. Right. And uh, <laughs> one guy uh, got into like a hot little steam room sweat box as we drank, and then tr- took the breathalyzer test. And then like another one of us would, I don't know, drink water or something. But it was just to show, like, ways you could not get as drunk. But right. we, we just ended up drinking beer after beer in this weird little boxing ring with boxing <laughs> gloves on. Right. And then it was the strangest thing. It was just, like, on a weekend. Or maybe I took the day off from work. And then they we got really drunk. And then in the middle of the day, we're driven home in a white van to our respective apartments <laughs> after go- standing in a boxing it ring. It seems a little less painful than mine, but it's still pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah. There. But it, actually, you know, that, like, that seemed kind of fun, Travis. You got drunk yeah. on a weekday. You know? <laughs> Just get drunk during the day. Yeah. yeah. I lo- I looked up my thing here, like, and I couldn't find the actual video, which thank God. Um, but then I saw somebody wrote on a for, some sort of message board. So I was watching Mansers, and I learned that thirty three percent of British chicks don't wash their hands after pooping. <laughs> so you know the 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 lesson has been uh, passed on. It's but been I don't shared. know that the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, exists, which God, thank God. Funny enough, I never told my parents about it. And then a couple years later, my dad was watching TV late one night and he goes, Hey, and he woke up my mom and he's like, Look who's on TV. <laughs> That's great. I was like, God damn it. It's like, Very interesting. <laughs> and I funny. was like, Oh. Oh. Well, you know, but you gotta. That's part of the thing. You just do a bunch of stuff, you know? You don't know what everything's gonna be, I guess. Yeah. So, but I guess you can have a good idea at this point. But yeah, mm-hmm. like you've seen it all. Do you ever see ones now where you're like, ah, I don't, I'm not into that, you know, like a little. Mm, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, growing up though, you guys videotaped each other wrestling. Did you ever like do like funny videos or stuff like yes. that, like stand yeah, up yeah, or anything? Yeah. Uh, not stand up, but we made like we made like movies and shorts and stuff. So we made. Weird little movies and stuff, and uh, yeah, like for some of them for like projects at school, some of them just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had a movie called The Prize Pig. What was that about? Well, the first one was like really bad, and it was like a horror movie about this like weird because my friend had a weird piggy bank, and we were like, oh, what if it's like a kill, like a murderer, <laughs> like Chucky, <laughs> then, but it's a an yeah. inanimate object, yeah. Yeah, basically. And then I was like, I played his father and I played this doctor in the neighborhood. (laughs) Uh, You were his father and a doctor? Yeah, and for whatever reason, like, I was elderly, which I guess is probably what I thought how old our our parents were. So I was playing them like a real old man. Oh, did you put lines on your face? No, there was not that. I just had a robe and I hunched over and I had little glasses. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh... Yeah, we, we did that, and then we made a movie. Probably the first thing we made that ever, not that this is, I'm not saying it was good, but 
when you would watch back the original prize pig, you were like, oh, this is nothing. Like, everything's too quiet and no one has any personality and whatever. But then we made a sequel like a year later. Um, and it was a lot like sillier and weirder. Mm-hmm. And it actually kind of felt like a thing to us for like it was what i'm saying is like it was good for 16 year olds or 15 yeah, year olds was it pretty was it long or short or? it was sort of short it was like probably 45 minutes oh okay um but it felt like it felt good for, and it was mostly improv like we wrote like the premises of the scenes sort of well it was a very like curb you know it was like curb like curb it was before curb yeah yeah um and then we would sort of improvise our way through it and it was very fun to make um, but then it did it like it had a little something in it, so it very much like felt like oh cool we can make something. Oh, was it like you're all playing yourselves, or what was it about? No, I mean it was the pri- it was called the Prize Pig Two, and it was uh, a, a sequel to that shitty horror movie we had made this, <laughs> uh, the year before. And uh, we yeah we so we were I was playing the I was playing my friend Mike's dad and this doctor, and my sidekick was the police the chief of police who was a dog puppet. <laughs> and yeah, and he was like, oh, kind but of you like don't McGruff. address it. It's just kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. We never yeah. and like I think the bit was like I was in love with him or something. Mm-hmm. I think we thought that was funny, mm-hmm. which I guess it kind of is. And how would the pig kill people? Would you have just throw a bunch of blood or ketchup on one of your friends? Yeah, and- I'm trying to remember how he would murder. Um, yeah, I don't even think we would do blood. I think it would just be like, oh, we like the legs are sticking up from under the bed. We wouldn't show what actually had happened. Oh, like a classy kind of Hitchcock thing. Yeah, yeah, classy Hitchcock thing is what we were going for. Nice. Um, but then the second one, it was just the second one was like weirder. And then the pig possessed, like he possessed um, Michael, which is the main character. Um, and then is that you? No, no, it was my friend Michael. Oh, okay. Who's a newscaster in Wisconsin now. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, then this is a very exciting t- uh, conversation. And then uh, he uh, he breaks free of the pig, and he puts a Batman suit on, and there's a big fight. <laughs> Wait, so the he is inhabiting so. the pig. He yeah, well, the pig, the pig is inhabiting him, is controlling him, and then, uh, yeah, he puts a Batman suit on, and there's a big fight at the end. Oh, that must have been fun to film. Uh, yeah, it was fun. And then, yeah, so, so, but very silly, and I'm not saying it holds up, but to us, it was just like, oh, wow, we can make something. It, it finally felt like a thing, because like I think a lot of times when we were in fifth grade or earlier, we would get the video camera out, and you'd make something, and you watch it back, and you go like, this sucks. Yeah. This is nothing. Mm-hmm. And then we like did this thing, and we're like, oh, this is something. So then we made some other stuff. And, and did you show it to friends? Like you had a VHS of it, and you could like pop it in when someone yes. was over? We, we Our friend, uh, Joe Ulrich, was a couple of years older than us. And he was – because we made this when we were sophomores. Mm-hmm. And Joe was a senior, and Joe was like the cool senior. But he Joe had editing equipment. So oh. this was in like 2000. Oh, so yeah. So Joe had a computer that had editing, equi- editing equipment. Like Excuse a Mac me. or something? It took, I don't remember, it took forever to render a th- anything. <laughs> oh. But Joe was nice, and, and God bless him, we owe him probably money, honestly, for because he probably, my friend Luke was probably like, hey, would you do edit a little thing for us? And then, like, it was weeks of editing a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so he put it together. And then he was nice enough, he had a bunch of, like, senior friends. We showed it to the seniors, 
And it it played huge. It played real big. They, they thought it. it was so funny. Yeah. Then we showed it to our friends, and it was like, it was like they didn't think it was that good. Oh, why do you think that was like the older? Well, because we were very sophisticated, obviously, and the yeah. seniors understood the sophistication older. that we were dealing yeah. with here. Yeah. And then, yeah, our friends were uh, dumber. They were dumber and slower. <laughs> you were doing a, a Gary Shandling style. Mm-hmm. They just it's were like, Gary Shandling show this type is single stuff. camera? We don't get it. Yeah, they yeah. wanted. They would have wanted some three camera sitcom bullshit. Yeah, yeah. laugh track. <laughs> we were playing. We were playing uh, over their heads. Oh well, you you have a podcast called Oh Yeah Podcast The Ride. Yeah, which is like a really fun podcast. You actually go to parks around LA, right? And then well, yeah, I just do. I go to theme parks uh, anyway. Mostly, you know, um, Disneyland and Universal Studios Hollywood. Um, but like Knott's Berry Farm and and other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the, the podcast is called Podcast the Ride. I do I host it with Jason Sheridan and Scott Gardner, uh, two funny dudes uh, who also like uh, all this uh, weird bullshit. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we pick like a ride or a topic. You know, if we just like we just did um, uh, Back to the Future the ride, uh, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk a little history of it. Go through all the weird stuff. Uh, and then we'll, you know, goof around, make jokes. And that's the same, it's the same ride it's always been, right? Have they rebooted it or spruced it up at all since it's first dead? Time? It's gone. Oh, really? Yeah, it's well, it turned into the Simpsons ride. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's no, no parks around the world have Back to the Future anymore. It's oh. all gone, they're all gone, they're all changed to Simpsons. That's funny because I rode it with, uh, or is that how I would say I rode the ride? Yeah, yeah, sure. I went on the Back to the Future ride with Josh and my little brother Sam like maybe seven years ago. Out here? Years ago. Out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Universal. probably right before they switched it over. Yeah. And it was fun, but I uh, I sometimes am bad with like motion sickness. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like uh, it kind of really... <laughs> It'll rattle <laughs> you around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Really was uh, jolting around, but it's fun. Yeah, and, uh, it's it's fun, but yeah. So it's a very it's a similar it's well it's the same ride system now with Simpsons, but it's like a diff, obviously a different movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about like there's all you can relive it by like looking at these ride videos and stuff. Do you um, think they'll ever bring it back or no? I mean, there's or make a new one maybe. Or? Well, po- I mean, there are rumors that if they make a third park, it's possible. I mean, I think it's kind of unlikely because it's just there hasn't been a new movie in a while, and generally they they put. You know, rides, especially now, the big thing they do is put rides in of stuff that, you know, exists in the movies and kids would know it. But I don't think it's totally out of the question because it's Back to the Future is still so popular. Um, so it's possible, but they're not going to bring back the old ride the way it is. And you were telling me <clears throat> there's a new Star Wars uh, park that's going to be oh, opening up well, in around LA, right? It's Star Wars. It's in Disneyland. It's it's going to be in Disneyland proper, and it'll be in uh, the Hollywood Studios in, in Disneyland or Disney World in Florida. Um, yeah, it's the Star Wars land. There's it's going to be like the biggest, craziest, most excuse me detailed like theme park land ever. Yeah, like you're going to go, and I said like there's a Millennium Falcon ride, and if you can. Like, there's no one way it has to go. You can, there's going to be people in the cockpit piloting and a person in there like shooting, and you can win or you could lose. Like, you could crash the Falcon, it could be a whole disaster. And then supposedly, you could be in the cantina later, and like some, you know, college age kid dressed as like a bounty hunter will be like, I heard what happened in the Millennium Falcon earlier. So, like, there's like, like they're going to do a whole level of immersion they're promising where. 
you really feel like you're on this fake planet, which I believe is called Batu. I believe that's what they've announced. It's called Batu. Oh, so the whole area is in Batu then? Yeah. yeah. So like that, the idea is like when you go into that land, you're on a different. You're on this you know planet that's probably not dissimilar to Tatooine or something, but it's a it's a new planet. Um, but it's going to be huge. The big ride is like if you go down to Disneyland, you can see the big ride is just this giant building, and it's going to be a dark ride. Which a dark ride means um, that it's like show scenes. It's a dark ride, for instance, is Pirates of the Caribbean uh, or Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay. it's like there's usually like practical effects, like robots, and there's scenes and show scenes, mm-hmm. and like the the Star Wars one is going to be. There's full size ATATs oh, yeah. uh, shooting at you. There you go. Yeah, the and big like, walkers. Yeah. There's a. I heard a rumor. Like, there's so many rumors about it, but I hear a rumor. There's going to be a, a, a spot where like you pull around a corner and a full size Tie Fighter lifts out of the ground and starts <laughs> shooting at you. Yeah. Like, and I think there's like a hundred stormtroopers in there. Like, supposedly a hundred robot stormtroopers. Like, it's going to be they're they're going for the most impressive ride you've ever been on. Mm. Like, it's they're they're trying to like knock everyone out. In total cool. immersion, like you could just go into a bar and order a drink within this world. Or yes, something yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's different plate. Like, there's different. There's like a cantina looking place. Um, no word on if it's because Disneyland doesn't sell alcohol except for in their special club, Club Thirty Three. Mm. But I mean, man, you really. We all want a cocktail at a cantina, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, the, the one in Hollywood Studios, I'm sure, will sell alcohol because they already sell alcohol in that park in Florida. But I don't know. Let's. I think it's time to sell some liquor. Yeah. Um, but, like, they have even, like, they've already sort of done this in Universal and Her- with Harry Potter. Um, there's going to be no merchandise that says, like, Harry Potter Land. So there won't be any merchandise in Star Wars Land or in, which is called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, but I don't think there'll be any merchandise that says Star Wars there. Mm-hmm. So in this reality, there would be no reason why you would buy a shirt there that said Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So all the clothing and the toys will not have the branding of Star Wars on it. It's going to be as if you were really on yeah. Batu. So I've seen like some pictures, like for like for instance, in one of the gift shops, they do sell toys. Of like ATATs and Tie Fighters, but they make them look kind of like janky and cool, as if like some local, like artisan was making a recreation of those things for the local kids. Yeah, right, exactly. So like, they're going all out. Supposedly, you won't be able to have Pepsi or Coke. So this is like Josh and I used to go to this place called Fort Number Four on field trips mm-hmm. in New England, and it was an old or Sturbridge Village, and there are these old villages where there's a blacksmith right. going ting. Yes, ting. and if you ask them about modern day things, they're like, "I, do, I don't understand <laughs> what you speak of, sir." Uh-huh. Or something. And uh, that's cool that they're doing that with Star Wars. You know yeah, I mean? they're going all the way with it. Yeah. Um, and it's like Harry Potter took took that stuff up to a next level because they they've done a similar thing where like there's a wand ceremony and there's a mm-hmm. an old kindly old Englishman who teach like shows the child like what the wand should shoot like he's that guy. I wonder so, if any of those guys uh, take it Daniel Day Lewis level, like they go home and. <laughs> it's I like bet they don't a, get a lot of them take it pretty seriously. Yeah. I would bet. That's cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's very exciting for a theme park nerd and for everyone. We all want to get away from this horrible world we live in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a break. Everyone needs a break. Yeah, uh, yeah. take a break Almost with an ATAT walker and. Uh, 
Could, yeah, could, uh, get I'm, shot at by a big spaceship. Yeah, that would be fun. Like, have you seen uh, Boston Dynamics? Those uh, robot dogs that can run around on YouTube. Yes, update. I, I, the last thing I think. I think we talked about this not long ago. It was like there's a robot that runs, I saw. Yeah, on a treadmill. That's weird. Yeah, yeah it's all cool and weird and scary. Yeah, but uh, that's scary. It was right across the river from me in the Charles River when I was in Boston, but uh-huh. I never went over there. And I don't know if they'd let me in. I don't think they let normal people into the robot lab, you know. Yeah. yeah. You should have, like, known someone. You should, like, get a connection. I mean, yeah. but to- also, probably, Travis, you shouldn't be in there because you might accidentally set that robot loose or something, you know? Like, yeah. you're a civilian. You just start jogging through Cambridge. Yeah. yeah. yeah it would be a whole calamity. There would be a whole disaster. Charge into a Dunkin' Donuts and just start... Running. I don't know. What just it would keep do. running. Yeah. <laughs> He's just running. Around. But... Just run everywhere. Uh, but also... Um, we were going to talk about you're in a Netflix movie that came out this past year called Handsome, uh, with Jeff starring Jeff Garland and you. Yeah, right? well, yeah. I wasn't the second build. It's probably Natasha Leone. Uh, yeah, but, but you yeah, were in I'm there. in it. I'm one of the dumb detectives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a fun little uh, movie. Uh, Jeff is a detective, and then I'm a, I play a junior detective that is very stupid. Um, and there's a couple scenes. I have a couple scenes. It was fun, a very fun thing to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it was a fun experience, like, in terms of the set. It wasn't like we were talking about. It was the opposite of the oak table. Yeah, yeah there was no oak table. There was no stunt. All I had to do was talk and do a little improvising, and that's fun. I like doing all that. Um, that's cool. And uh, yeah, so did, that was did you meet uh, Larry David at all on that, or was that... No, Larry had nothing to do with that movie. I, I did have a, I did audition for Curb last year though, um, and I did get to do the scene with Larry. Oh right! So I did kind of meet Larry there. I mean, I did meet him. And you knew you were going into in, to do a scene with him. Yes, they gave you a heads up. They weren't just like some guy is going to improvise <laughs> with you. Or, no, I mean yeah. I knew yeah. they. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember if the email explicitly stated it, but it did say it was straight to a callback. Because of Jeff. Um, so, and I knew what that meant. So, I can't remember if it says this will be an audition with Larry or just straight to callback. And I was like, I know what that means. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you, you got there and he was just. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the, yeah, it's one of the craziest situations. Because I have already lived out here for a long time. So, you get to like see a lot of crazy stuff and you get desensitized to it. But that's one of the moments where you're like, oh my God, this is surreal. Yeah. Because you're in a little room and you're doing a curb scene with him. Mm-hmm. That's just the audition. It's like you're improvising a, a scene, and it was uh, it was surreal, and it went pretty well, but I did not get it. So, huh. But you had fun we'll with see. it, though? Like it just it was kind of natural while you were doing well, it? Or? Yeah, you know, fun is interesting. Fun to me means fully in the moment you're enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. I would not say doing that felt fun. Mm-hmm. I will say... Uh, un- unbelievably satisfying is the word mm-hmm. or is the phrase because it went w- really well. It felt really good. It felt like one of the best auditions I had ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so like satisfied and, and happy afterward. But doing it, uh, I was maybe the most nervous inside <laughs> I've ever yeah. been. It's just that after you do this so long, your body can kind of tamp that down. Like it can it can push all that stuff down and like you can just go on autopilot a little bit Mm -hmm. so yeah fun no the idea that i did it is fun and the feeling was just like 
I, I felt very, I felt high afterwards. So like I was in a good mood, but during it, there's still part of you that's going, please don't fuck this up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. please. Jesus well, Christ. You, you did a lot, done a lot of shows at like UCB. You were on a Herald team. Josh and I were on Herald team and like yes. doing performance there. And do you, by now you can tell, you know, when you feel a little weird, like you almost feel bad before a show, mm-hmm. but then you have a good show. Mm-hmm. Did you, so you know what I'm talking about? Did you so you kind of felt that way? Like it's like you don't feel physically good, but well, it, in I a felt way, yeah, I uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. I yeah. mean, sometimes I, I it's a weird thing. It's like sometimes I've I've done shows before. You feel weird. You feel like there's a weird air when you come out. You feel like the pop isn't big enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the show sort of goes that way. It feels like almost the audience influences you guys to like be a little less good because mm-hmm. they're a little like less hyped. But then there's other shows where like it feels like you really worked and you earned the audience by the end. Mm-hmm. Um, this one felt. I mean, this audition felt. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry, I'm oh, monkeying okay. with the microphone. <laughs> this one felt like I was so incredibly nervous, <clears throat> but I was sort of in control of it more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Did, did, did he, yeah. Does he uh, does he direct you at all? Like, do those <clears> scenes <throat> go like you have the premise and a goal you want to meet, and then he's like, "Could you try hitting that a little harder?" Or no. Oh no. We hear all we did. All we did was we there was two scenes, and we rolled right through to the other one, and that was it. Because oh, okay. I do think that the basically the audition is. Uh, what does this person look like? And can they do this? Can they improvise? Mm-hmm. And are they funny? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that he's, I, I could be wrong. Maybe maybe for something very specific, they're looking for a voice or something and they might like coach somebody into something. But I would imagine most of the auditions are just like, all right, this person can do this. They seem pretty funny. They can think on their feet. Do they look like the character? And that's it. So, like, it's not – I think it kind of becomes pretty clear what they're looking for what pretty looking quickly. For. Yeah. yeah. I think. I mean, because, yeah, he didn't well, say anything knew, to me. Uh, Jeff Garland, right? Didn't you – how did you meet Jeff? Jeff Garland? Jeff did a – he was a judge at a show called The Tournament of Nerds, which I do sometimes at UCB. And I won the particular show. And Jeff, God bless him, was like, I want to put him in something. I want to give him that. I'm going to do something. <laughs> was he watching the show or was he? He was a judge in the show. Oh, he was judging. Yeah, and so he had he had helped me make it that far too. So Do you remember what character that was that won over Jeff? Uh I was the Avengers. You were all, all the, of Avengers? the Avengers. Oh, that's yes. yeah, oh, that's, that's pretty funny. good. Um yeah. So yeah, because uh the Terminator Nerd show is yeah, when it's a debate show uh where you, where people pick different characters and then you argue like who would win in a fight, Superman or Batman, and then Yeah. Yeah. It's a really fun show, yeah. It, yeah, it's funny, uh, lots of people have done lots of characters I always see on Facebook like mm-hmm. who's doing what and I don't know. It's cool it's been going so long, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. it's been going forever. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I've done so many stupid characters, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was just a little bit of luck that day. That's cool. Um, yeah. So who knows? I mean, the the show's coming back, mm-hmm. uh, and you never know. Maybe, maybe this is my time to shine, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, do do some curve? Mm-hmm. Who knows? But <laughs> please, <laughs> please, God. But, but also, uh, so and when you first showed up to town. The Los you, Angeles, you, yes. You didn't know anybody, right? 
Um, I had a friend. I had two friends that lived here um, that I didn't see very much. <laughs> but yeah, most. I mean, I knew two people, but I didn't. I wasn't hanging out with the two of them constantly or anything. They were always very busy. Mm. So and you just kind of found a place and. Uh, yeah, my dad moved me out here. Uh, we got a shitty apartment on Laurel Canyon. Uh, it was like a studio, and I lived there for a while. Um, yeah, and I went did classes, and it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy how little of a plan I had at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's such so much of it is just luck in the right position. Um, so did yeah, you, did you always kind of know though? I'm going to head out there after college, or were you just kind of like, oh, I think I'll try it for a year uh, or two? I sort of knew it. Uh, I wasn't sure. I mean, it felt like that was the thing. But like a year before college was over, I remember thinking, okay, let's try it. This Mm -hmm. seems good. And then those other people were moving out. So I think that like is a nice like little bit. Okay, well, at least they're there. I know two people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, it just it does seem crazy now, though. If somebody was if somebody's like, hey, I'm a young guy. Should I move out to Los Angeles? I'd be like, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Jesus Christ. It's funny, though. You were Laurel Canyon, so right at all you had to do is, like, go down to the end of the canyon, and you've got, like, the Laugh Factory and the Comedy Store there. Yeah, and I never went there. I mean, I went to the Comedy Store a little bit, but I've never been to the Laugh Factory. You've never been to the Laugh Factory? No, never. I haven't either. Have you, Travis? I've never been. To oh no! I, yeah, actually, I've never been in the Laugh Factory. See, the yeah, store. none of us have. The lines I think are too it just long. Looks so big and like it looks yeah, like yeah, it's too flashy. You gotta yeah. pay a lot to go see people. Yeah, who uh, cares? Comedy store is a little darker. The comedy store I've been to, you know a handful of times. The comedy store is evil. It feels evil to me. Mm. <laughs> I think Mark Maron was talking about how it feels, or, or I think they were. I forget what interview. Maybe it was him and Paul Thomas Anderson talking about like ghosts. Mm-hmm. And Mark Maron was talking about how like the comedy store feels haunted, and I totally agree. It's like there's something about that place. Well, that guy, well, didn't you, the guy didn't jumped you off the Hyatt next to it, right? Sure, I'll, I'm sure p- plenty of people have died in the vicinity. Yeah, all <laughs> yeah, around that yeah. place. <laughs> But uh, you actually, you're telling me... I worked for Pauly Shore. I know that's where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Pauly, I, I was like kind of like... I worked for free for a little while, and then he started giving me some money. Um, but it was just editing and uploading videos. and But it was crazy. Like three days into L.A., I get a call. Like, hey, Mike, this is Pauly Shore. Give me a call back. And then like I was up at his house in like two hours. And like going from like... Nothing to like in the Hollywood Hills at Pauly Shore's house. Mm. Insane. I mean, truly insane. Yeah. Within a few weeks, maybe of being there, or a couple. Three months. days. Three days. It was like three days in LA, and then I get a call from Pauly Shore because because my, my friend who was out here already mm-hmm. knew somebody who knew somebody and passed a, a resume, and it was like I had a very basic knowledge of uploading videos to YouTube, and that's all you needed. Yeah, that oh, was advanced. You uploaded some, and he could see him, and yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Do you still have you seen him in a while? I haven't seen him in a long time. I heard he just had a birthday party, like a fiftieth birthday, and I was not invited, and I'm a little upset about it. I would have gone. He he. Once in a while, I'll get an email of like I'm looking for a new you, like a new assistant, like oh, a new version of what you were. Yeah, Yeah. um, and then for Hmm. a while, I was sending him something, but I. I guess I could I could ask him to be on our podcast, you know? Why not? Oh, the ride, yeah. Yeah, podcast the ride. Come on, Paulie. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. That's um, yeah. yeah. Well that's cool though that you Yeah, I forget I don't even I can't remember what I did when we first showed up. I think Josh was putting shelving into units out towards like San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I worked construction in the desert for like six months. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, installing. Uh, we would do shelves and molding and like the baseboard at uh, stores and malls. So I, I put in like a baby store, you know. I put wow, in. Wow. Yeah, a, of course. Yeah, and uh, I think Abercrombie and Fitch or something. And I just would go around with a nail gun. I would like cut the trim and just put it in. And it was, uh, wow. yeah. I was a PA. That was a lot less work than you were doing. Uh, well, I, I, we did that, too. We, we sure. migrated to that. But, I know, uh, but that you're, that you're again, real work. You're doing, like, real stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. The whole thing is crazy when you think about, like, being out here and what you were doing and how much you did not know. Mm-hmm. It's pretty weird. And now you're the veteran that's like, get this table off me. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. You get cranky and you get old, and that's how life works. That's just life, though, you know, guys? Yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, it's you know, it's nice to know to say, get this table off me. Like, yes. that's a positive thing. I think in society we need to demand the table come off of us earlier. That's, I think, <laughs> but we, I, I that's like, good. In a way, though, this is one of the last places in the country where you can, like, show up like Fievel in New York City and just like wear uh-huh. a weird little hat and like yeah. something cool can happen still. Sure. Like oh yeah. They're, they're, yeah. That's still not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so, there's so much that can go so wrong. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, Boogie Nights shows that. Yeah. Like yeah. I like, there's just, I mean, thousands of people flood in here and then flood out very that's quickly. It, um, you know, comedians and cards getting coffee. I think Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld was saying that like, if you want to succeed in show business, you have to really want to succeed in show business, like above a lot of other things, you know? And yes, like you see yeah. that sometimes, like with some people, they're not necessarily the best and brightest, but they. No, yeah. It it out. It's yeah. a war. It's also like a war of attrition, I say a lot, yeah. where it's just like whoever lasts a long time, mm-hmm. can that the, your chances go up a little bit. And also, there are people that are really good, like and yeah, funny, and like, sure. They, you know, you're like, why isn't that person. Uh, There's no justice yeah. for some folks that are funny and great. And you've seen, you, I saw them when I moved out here, and they're still not. I was like, oh, well, this person's going to be a superstar. And there's people you go like, mm, I don't think care for this person. And then, they, <laughs> and then the they're heel. like, you, not the heel, no. <laughs> yeah. But then they get huge, uh, right? It, yeah. yeah. So that's, but that's life. It's the life lesson, you know. That's what, uh, Travis, what was it? Travis and I used to say about a good neighbor. We we're always like, why doesn't good neighbor get picked up? Uh, you know. But yeah. get, sometimes that happens, then, and then they yeah. did, and then sometimes it happens. So they get but, some work. All right, I'm going to do this. Uh, we're going to do Stacked or Whacked. So, Mike, I'm going to ask you, uh, this week's Stacked or Whacked is Olympic. Uh, it's based on the Olympics. So I'm mm-hmm. going to give you a topic. Young Chang. And you say Stacked uh, means you think it's cool, and Whacked means right. you think it's Whacked. Uh, okay, Great. so the first thing uh, for Olympic Stacked or Whacked is uh, Tonga guy, the, the athlete from Tonga, Came into the opening ceremonies with his body oiled up when it was only 19 degrees Fahrenheit. Is that stacked or whacked? Uh, that's, uh, uh, for him it's stacked because he's cool <laughs> and he's, like, muscular and, like, I like that that look. It would have probably looked great like a wrestler. But for me personally, like, I think that's whacked because, whacked because uh, uh, I would be too cold. Okay. So for you personally, it's So you're... All right, so for you personally, whacked, but for him, it's stacked. Okay, we'll yes. take that. Uh, Tra- Travis, do you have any thoughts on that? Stacked or whacked for the Tonga guy? I think, I think I know what he's going for. He's just 
it's like everyone wanted to see it again because I think globally it was very popular. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to stay say wax because I think we know these guys like train 365 days a year. They're all in really good shape. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to like flaunt the fact that he's built like a like a He-Man figurine, you know, hmm. to all the people at home sitting. We all know what's under that those warm-up jackets, you know? Hmm. No need to, hmm. like, stuff that in everyone's face. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and, you know, whatever. What sport does he do? Uh, I don't uh, know. What he's sport. doing cross-country skiing, actually. So it'll be... I want him, actually, to do the whole race like this. I hope he... Never oh, puts his no shirt on. Shirt. Yeah. For the I guess it's like he's doing it for the attention, uh, like that naked cowboy in Times right, Square. Right. But uh yeah, I think it's kinda whacked. He needs to mm. don't don't flaunt it. You Be know? I say if you gotta flaunt it, but okay. <laughs> okay. Ne- next on Stacked or Whack, uh we have uh when the American team came out for also the Olympic uh opening ceremony, they played uh size hit single Gangnam style. Uh, is that stacked or whacked, Mike? Stacked. Yeah. Great song. Yeah, you love it? Uh, yeah. Travis, what do you say? Yeah, I guess he is like their Michael Jackson, so mm-hmm. stacked. Yeah, I thought it was cool that they gave us, uh, they didn't use it for their own t- team. You know, they gave it to America, so I think that's pretty stacked. Uh, yeah. yeah. Amen, brother. Good for that. <laughs> and the- I saw him walk by in a cast uh, place costume fitting. You know, they bring you to those mm-hmm. places. Before commercial, you saw Sai. Sai. He walked by with a group of wow. like Korean men all around him, like fifteen. I he, love that. He had an entourage, and someone was like, "That's Sai." Like when oh. he went by, yeah, it was. Oh baby. Yeah. Okay. So uh, next one. All right. Yeah. This is the final one. We I just do three stacks or stacked or wax, stacked mm-hmm. or wax. So the, this uh, final one, Mike, is uh, Kim Jong Un's sister sitting awkwardly close. Next to Mike Pence, while they both just look straight ahead at the ceremony. Is that stacked or whacked? Mm, it's funny, so it's stacked. Okay, stacked. It is funny. It was very awkward. They were just try. They weren't looking at each other at all. Uh, for them, it's whacked. But for me, thinking it's funny, it's stacked. Yeah. <laughs> you like a little uh, political tension in the world. Yes, yeah. I love it. Uh, Travis, what do you think? Stacked or whacked? <clears throat> I, I think it's uh, it's whacked because they could have taken it even further. I think they could have angled the seats so they're facing right face to face, looking mm-hmm. at each That'd other. That'd be more. That yeah. would be even more awkward. Yeah, that would have been better. So. So wax because they could have taken it. The designer of the stadium could have taken it a step further. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that was uh, this was a thrilling edition of Stacked or Wax. Thank you for participating. Yeah, I'm thrilled. I think Mike wins because he's the guest and he uh, came up all the way to, Bur- Hell yes. to Burbank. Yeah. I knew I would. We'll mail you your trophy, or Travis will bring it over personally. Thank you. Yeah, you moved around here, right? Yeah, I live like ten minutes from here. Okay. Cool. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm moving too soon, so. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, thanks a oh. lot for coming on, Mike. Uh, hey, thanks oh, for having you me. Say Anything you want to plug before we uh, we sign off, Mike? Uh, podcast the Ride on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And Fat Carlson, P-H-A-T-C-A-R-L-S-O-N on Twitter. All yeah. right. So you can get those fresh, hot tweets. Yeah, get every those day. tweets, yeah. baby. Yeah, baby. I'm so, not tweeting every day. Well, you know, fresh hot tweets. Couple, every couple weeks. Periodically, yes. Uh, well, <laughs> thank you for coming on, Mike. Thank you for having uh, me. We've been really excited to have you, and it'd be great to have you again. So sure, I'll be back. Yeah. So this has been another episode of Stacking Wood with Josh and Travis Wyman with Mike Carlson, and uh, have a great week and stack that wood. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Yeah. 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 Yeah.